Today is January 4th. The lockout continues. The holidays are over. The starting pitchers are on our mind. So let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Guys, gals. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. We got Jake coming to you from a hotel room, it looks like. BBD from his new apartment in Manhattan. It's a remote episode. It's not live if you're part of the YouTube live crew. We are premiering it pre-recorded. We got a busy day on actually Tuesday. We're recording this Thursday, December 30th. Now you know all the secrets. Now it's out. We recorded this on December 30th, not January 4th. Jake, how are you? James, big baby David, everyone. Happy New Year when this comes out. Holy Toledo. Oh, time traveling. 2022. What a year it's been. Could you? How about that? The other day, those autograph IOs. I guess we'll talk about it later. Um, I'm good. This is my second show uh, from a Buffalo hotel room this year so uh god is good i appreciate every day and yeah if you hear some odd noises uh we did get a pet friendly hotel so noodles lurking jess is getting ready for a dinner and here i am talking about your future yankees rotation we map out the next 10 years of yankees rotations um or just this year hopefully hopefully hope they play games Right. Lockout. David, do you like pitchers? I do. I like them. Really? You know, I agree with Trev on a lot of things, uh, but I would rather the Yankees have pitchers than not. So, and the real ones know what I mean by I agree with Trevor. You think Cashman agrees? I think Cashman likes pitchers too. He'd rather have them than not. Welcome to the show. Hot takes galore. Only. Um, yeah, I've been really enjoying these exercises. If you haven't listened, if, if this is your first one, we did it for first baseman. We did it for center field. We did Do it you know you just set off a round of applause? Or did that not come through your headphones? Didn't come through my headphones. Okay, yeah, there was just, you set off a round of applause. It was very, it was beautiful. For me or for BBD? Yes. What do you think it was for? You were, cl- you were talking like with them? Yeah. It's uh, awesome. It's like I, an excited I, audience. I flipped my cord. And it hit the button, I guess. This button? Yeah. Nope, different one. That's like the magical one. Magical xylophone. Yeah. That one. All right. You know what? I will just mute that part of my soundboard so it doesn't happen again. Um, But anyway, I've really enjoyed these. Erica, who is helping us out and build these stats and um, uh, put together these episodes, this is the fourth one we've done. And sometimes we've walked away with just kind of a new... Uh, outlook on the situation at hands and the options and or it's exactly what we had going into it so i've enjoyed everyone i think it's good for the audience too especially you know a sport just as as regional as baseball where you don't really know the other teams and all the options excuse me bellhop there's there's a dead dog in my hotel room that'll be good for the youtube people yeah um yeah yeah, Jim, I was wondering, uh, I took a shower before this, which is huge news for a lot of reasons. One, my last two showers have been awful. Why? Uh, just, uh, I got rushed once. Uh, I was having dinner with my mom's friends and they came over earlier than I thought. So I just got in the shower and they got there. So it's literally like splash, splash out. Taking a bath. And then we went, we stayed a night at this place. It was like a new age, like, oh, this does events. And there's like RV, but like nice, modern, tiny home places. But the shower was just weak and cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had my first shower. And now I'm kind of nervous if I have a great show today, which I don't think anyone's worried about. Uh, but then do am I a shower before the game guy, uh, which I think a lot of starting pitchers are. 
I was a shower before the game guy when I yeah. played hockey growing up. I loved it. Clear the mindset. Dark shower with the lights off. Mm. Um, kind of like a little sensory deprivation situation. And I'm I am excited because you know, we kind of know when you go into center field shortstop, we know the two big things that people are talking about. And we know some of the side options. I feel like starting pitchers, there's going to be so many names. And I guess some of the mindset that I don't have uh, is truly where the Yankees landed. Cause I mean, think about how long the Verlander stuff feels that they were willing to put that kind of money towards a starting pitcher that in theory should be good or is <laughs> paid like a really good starting pitcher. So uh, I'm interested to see where I land with everyone. The available options, the starting pitching market has already made a lot of their moves. Um, so I'm wondering if we're going to kind of fall into that same routine, like, oh, there's two names I didn't think of, or if we're just going to be like, I don't know, Matt Blake, pick someone. Pick them. Or if they even get to it, they just roll the in-house options. Uh, we will be ranking all the possible options based on our perception of what they're doing with their downstairs. If they're cleaning up the hair or if they're just letting it grow, mm. because this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Um, and they have uh, asked us if we could rank each starting pitching option by what we believe they do with their pubic hair. Um, all time or current? Current, current. Like if there was okay. a, like a cup check situation. Um, so yeah, Manscaped says uh, that you should have clean and shiny balls all year round. Uh, and they're here to save your balls and make the ball drop into 2022, the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Their exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use code YANKS for 20% off plus free shipping. Um so, yeah, whether your resolution is to work out more or travel to new places or not be Jake for a single second, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with the code Yanks. I'm sure he's not a focal point of this episode, but I'd love to know what Davey Garcia is doing down there because his his top mop yeah, is getting designs. crazy. There's designs and there's one that's got a little bead, you know. You have one bead in Davey Garcia's downstairs. Let's move on to the options. Day, uh, Erica started us off very nicely. She said, in the last few years, the Yankees have added pitchers in three ways. They blow everyone away, and that's Cole. That's CeCe. That's the big names. Reclamation Project, Kluber. Go, going back like 15 years, uh, Bartolo, Freddy Garcia. There's got to be more recent ones than that, but I don't can't think of any. Um, Trade guys for team control. Paxton, Tyone, um, you know, Herman was traded for, but he wasn't even called up yet. So that's and I do, I do feel like, and maybe I'll be dissuaded from it. Not sure if that's a word, but that is the Yankees' kind of preferred method. Um, the Paxton Tyone, you kind of get guys for two years. You don't have to give up a huge prospect. You don't have the the huge salary, uh, kind of. Sonny Gray, I think, is also in that boat, right? Like, I think that's their their ideal yep. grab. I agree with that. Especially now that they have Garrett. Garrett? Garrett? That's pretty good. Thank you. My neighbor's pacing back and forth on the side of their house. Uh, anyway, I can just see them walking back and forth. Like, are they locked out? Should I help? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Garrett Cole is the ace. Jordan Montgomery is uh, slotted in there. Luis Severino came back and has looked sharp and is supposed to start the year. Uh, Tyone, um, but he's pushed back a little bit. Um, timeline to return late April, early May, but won't break camp as part of the five. Uh, Domingo Herman, they avoided arbitration with him. And then Nestor Cortez also there. Um I actually do have like Mike King in the Nestor role for 2022. Like I would put them a little closer than you think, even though, even though Jake, and this is the first thought I had when I looked at that list and then I'll pass it to you for all your thoughts. My, if you had like a, 
Uh, big time affects the season wish list. Obviously, you're like, I hope Cole wins the Cy Young. I hope Judge's MVP votes, blah, blah. If you had a fringe wish list, one thing would be for Nestor Cortez to go pole to pole as a starting pitcher and perform to where, you know, he doesn't need to be an ace, but like a 3-5 to 3-8 that just does it. Because I just think that storyline would be so great. So that's my first takeaway. I was like, man, Nestor, like, fucking do it, dude. I, I guess the only thing, A, Nestor's last year was so good that I, I do think he, and Mike King is our friend, so I, I say this in an endearing way, he deserves to be a tier above where Mike King was. And what might hurt Mike King in this equation is that Mike King ticked up in the bullpen. And I think we're seeing around baseball, if you're a multi-inning guy out of the bullpen, that is becoming almost as valuable as a starting pitcher. So he, in a way, and Nestor doesn't have that. Nestor doesn't have the tick up. We saw Mike King hit 97, 98 kind of with ease um, that I think if we're starting with the, the top starting pitcher, Nestor does, would be in the tier above Michael King. I fully agree with that. I I get my, I was saying that if Nestor has a bad camp and King blows it away, I would not be shocked if King gets the fifth starter and Nestor gets the bulk guy. I I just think it's uh, last year. Isn't going to matter as much as, but yeah, if they both have the same camp, Nestor, Nestor's above him. I mean, I, I I might, if we want to throw a real wrench in this, I might have Mike King and Domingo in more of a battle than Mike King and Nestor. Interested in that. I like that as well. Anyway, they need to know more pitching because all those guys at their best is great, but you don't get guys at your at their best. You, I mean, hopefully, if if you get Cole at his best, that's great. You're not going to get anyone else at their best. Like that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, I mean, Garrett Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole. Um, obviously, an injury to him changes uh, entire outlooks to a season, but you're going to assume he's going to be Garrett Cole. Monty, Sevi, Tyone. For how much we like those guys, you know, someone's going to get hurt. Someone's going to have a down year. Um, and then, you know, you start getting a little more wild, wild cardy with the Hermans Cortez. And you hope by the end of the season, if you know, I, I think we're going to be laughing as we do more of these off season episodes, depending what kind of topics we need, but, you know, <laughs> ranking Yankees rotations heading into the postseason. Um, you know, if we could have Garrett Cole, uh, m- Sevy, if we have Garrett Cole and Sevy healthy, is that the the best rotation we've had going into a playoff easily in, in the past few years? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, dude, like, what year? Like, Hap was really good after they traded for him, and then shit to bed, Boston. Yeah, but they didn't have an ace at Tanaka, um, Tanaka, Paxton, Hap was twenty twenty. 19. 19. 2020 was Tanaka, Hap, Davey. Monty. So, yes. It'd be nice to get to the postseason with rotation we like a lot. All right. right. Who else? Who else? What other young bloods are we going to see twirling the pill this year, Jimbo? Yeah, you just look at guys on the 40, man, and usually you're going to see them. Um, we've been seeing guys that aren't even on the 40 man, but King talked about him. Luis Heal. I mean, I think he starts in triple a, I think he might be a guy that gets called up early. Uh, and often like that was cool. What we saw out of him could see him going the Abreu route and eventually being a bullpen piece, but he deserves to get more starts probably at triple a, uh, Davey Garcia, Clark Schmidt, Luis Medina. JP Sears, not familiar with him. Huge, new to our books. Um, yeah, King, we already talked about. You're looking at a swingman role. Uh, we love him, interacts with us on Instagram, basically a friend. So we have him pretty high tier. Um, man, one that I think we're also biased on because there's a connection through John Boy Media. Uh, if there could be a Clark Schmidt resurgence, how fun would that be? I, I mean, whether, whether in the bullpen and a couple st- spot starts like remember all the conversation around his curveball and all of that um it, very excited to see where he lands this year i mean medina is the freak of the crew 
Um, and we know the Yankees love that. And JP Sears, I don't know, fun name, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It sounds like, like a video uh, game name. No, it sounds like uh, corporate America, JP Morgan and Sears. Like it kind of sounds to me like a little like this guy's going to come for your money. Where do we think he's from? I've got I Texas. have him as like a white collar villain. But yeah, really? Texas is a great guess. JP Sears, name alone. Yeah, I just don't think it. I don't know. There's a big YouTuber named JP Sears. I think you'd recognize him. A YouTuber? Yeah. I think he's been in commercials and stuff. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. Right? Yeah. Uh, JB, JP Spears is from Sumter, South Carolina. So, little Spears? What did I say? Is it Spears or Sears? Sears. Yeah, okay. I mean, you almost made it so cool when you change yeah. it to Spears. Yeah. That's how quickly just, stock can rise and fall. Maybe he just moves that P over and he's Jay Spears. I mean, Jay Spears is a really cool name. Okay. Um, yeah, I expect to see these guys. I mean, we're, I'm very interested to see what they do with Davey Garcia in the minor league level. That's kind of another conversation because we're trying to talk about the MLB rotation. Uh, keeping it in prospects, you got our dude Ken, Big Dietz, Waldachuk, Hayden Wesnecki, Yoendris Gomez, and TJ Sikama. Hmm. Sikama. Stick him up, stick him up. Put him up, put him up. Let's move on. Free agents. This is the exciting part. This is what everyone wants to hear. Wow. Are you ready? I think so. I think so. I think Waldachuk's really interesting. 24 years old, lefty, flew up the charts last year. Nobody knows what's going on with prospects because of the missing year of COVID. So, like, that guy's uh, a legit lefty prospect, or he could have three bad starts to start the year next year, and he's, like, off the board. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I know. I mean, that's the prospects in general, but Waldachuk, a good lefty name, though. I know we're getting caught up in the names early, but Ken Waldachuk throwing it lefty. Middle name Dieter. That's all you need to know. In college, he told in college he told me his friends called him Big Dieter. He looks pained in his baseball reference photo. He looks like all lefties are. Ooh, I don't know if lefties are pained. Did you hear Jerry Blevins' speech? It went like viral on our socials. Yeah. Wow. Calling out Jerry and all lefties. I don't think they're pained. I think they're aloof wow. to the pain. I think Jerry's like does some shit righty. And he's That's hiding painful. That. No, like I think like keeping I your left handedness in the closet. No, he's keeping his right handedness in the closet. <laughs> you have Jerry Blevins right handed. I think he does some stuff righty and the lefty community is like, dude, stop speaking so loud for us. We know you wipe well, your ass with your right hand, you know? We'll we'll finish with that topic. Uh Jim, you just got to the free agent. I think lefties names. are like, I don't know why he's so mad. I think he's got some righty in him. Wow. Okay. Carlos Rodan mm. is the kind of the biggest name that's left right now. Well, not biggest name, but for the Yankees, like reasonable. Because the other one is Clayton Kershaw, and I'm just going to say right now, I don't. He's not going to the Yankees. I don't think Clayton Kershaw is going to the Yankees. So that's as much as I'm going to say on Clayton Kershaw. Okay. Do you have differing on Kershaw? Do you think it's an option at all? It's just a total unknown. Uh, and what is known would seem like going back to the Dodgers or uh, the Texas Rangers, his hometown team. Those have been the two rumors from the start. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the only thing where I would leave the old 2% door open, a Clayton gets to call his shot. So if for whatever reason he wanted the Yankees, like then it would happen. And, uh, I don't know. It's just the competitor thing. Like, you know, we do a lot of talking about Clayton Kershaw, whether I'm talking baseball or wherever. And it's, you know, we break things down pretty basically to, Oh, he's from Dallas. So maybe he wants to go home or he wants to stay a Dodger forever. Like, Clayton Kershaw really want to put on the pinstripes and be a New York Yankee. I, I know there's some people that would tune into that and laugh, but there's a little something there. So 
I don't believe it at all, but like Clayton yeah. calls his shot. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't like even like the craziest Yankee fans. I don't think anyone was asking for this because it's just not. And if it happens. Cool. He's great. Uh, Carlos Rodon is an option, but a lot of people are trying to get him. Cause I think a lot of people uh, are, are saying a lot of teams are saying he doesn't fully pass the sniff test. His innings, uh, you know, went down the more last year went on and the White Sox, you know, it was just one season of good. So you got to pay on that. So I'm trying to get undervalue. I think every team is going to try and get Carlos Rodon undervalue to the point where it builds up. And then you're like, whoa, dude got paid in the end. He's the last free agent that kind of he can really change your pitching staff. Who's not Clayton Kershaw. Who's like not calling his own shot that he's looking for the biggest contract. And obviously every team needs pitching And his year last year was massive. A two, three, seven ERA 24 yeah. starts. That's real. And the thing that uh, my godson BBD has mentioned on a couple shows, he does have a pedigree. The dude was a, a big time draft pick. Like this isn't Nestor kind of popping out of the woodwork. And it's like, all right, maybe this is a fun party trick that works. I think he was a top three overall pick, like big lefty was pumping it. So like a team is very much going to talk themselves into Carlos Rodon. What, what, uh, you know, what they will say is, you know, the last he got hurt in August, uh, and his last eight starts, I think he averaged like he didn't, he averaged 4.1 or innings. He wore out for sure. Yeah. So you just, what do you got there? But, uh, I said that if they, if the Yankees sign Rodon to, to, fit somewhere in the Monty Sevy pack. I will gladly clap and be like, yes, let's see what we got here. I don't, I would not be upset. I would, I would be happy. I would say, go get him. Um, as a guy in all his interviews seems awesome. So. And I mean, the, the baseball savant speaks, um, I mean, a lot of dark red on that chart for people that live in that world. And yeah, I mean, it just, you know, we, we did the Turkey math a lot last year, but you know, as a Yankee fan, you, you would have the mentality like, okay, Garrett Cole has got to be Garrett Cole for us to do our thing. And then like, again, thinking of past year's playoff rotations, if we just need one of Rodon to look really good, Sevy to look really good, Jameson Tyone, to look really good Monty to look really good. Like now you're, you have opened up your options enough that if you get to October and Garrett's Garrett, that you're going to have a one, two punch. You just don't know what it's, who it's going to be. Yes. I want to jump back to something I should have asked you at the start of this. Sure. Do you believe strike that go back to the beginning, reverse it. I forgot it. Yeah. Where would you put on a one through 10 the your personal need for the Yankees to pick up a starter? If right. they said, well, no, we have Cole, Monty, Sevy, Tyone, Nestor, Herman, King. We have seven guys that we trust and like. We thought it was much more important to go get shortstop, center field, first base relief if that's how this crumbles what what's your reaction to that and what's your, so what's your need to go get someone that is like guaranteed the break camp in the top five so this was another shower thought before because we've gotten so caught up in first base center field shortstop maybe go listen to those episodes oh my god that if all if all of that magic happens, you know, we've talked big names, Matt Olson's, Freddie Freeman's, Brian Reynolds, like Carlos Correa, all of this story. If all of that happens and we have that dream Yankee lineup sitting there and there isn't anything to the starting pitching, I do think there's going to be a little like, oh, we all got <laughs> like we all kind of had blinders on. Uh, like, wait, pitching's really good. Pitching's really important. Should we have not as been as lost in that? I think the only thing that I'd be fine holding on to is that if the Yankees fix their lineup, which again was the problem last year, I can go into the season with this rotation and then 
you're making your move at the deadline and depending how Tyone looks, depending how Sevy looks, you're going to make a trade for someone and then it probably depends how good they are. So if if all of the offensive stuff gets addressed, I'm talking first base, shortstop, center field, then yeah, I, I'm going to be okay with it and there's we'll see how the season goes. But yeah, I do think it would be a funny like the lockout ends, the Yankees make their moves, the lineup looks great. Like when we sit down to actually talk starting pitching, we're like, well, we could we could have used a guy, right? We went after Verlander. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. And dude, if that offer to Verlander's true, like they were ready to spend 50, like I'm getting my hopes up. Yanks are gonna spend which a lot of Yankee fans are upset about. Anyway, uh, I agree. I, my need is actually like a five out of 10. That's what I would have said too, Jim. Five? I think five. Yeah. I Because there are some options down here that I'm like, eh, get that guy. I was going to hire him. What was that? Just get that guy. I mean, like just dark... Just the, the truth about athletics. Just you get back to spring training, someone goes down. Just it happens. You lose you have to be ready one of for your that. starting pitchers before you break camp if you're the New York Yankees. Bang. Especially if you're the Yankees. Let's hear about some of these guys. Who are these guys we've been talking uh, about? A bunch of guys. They sit around in their locker room signing autographs. And that is who sponsoring mm. this section, Jake. Autograph is an nft platform that brings together the most iconic bronze and legendary names in sports entertainment and culture to create a unique digital collection and experience co-founded by tom brady headquartered in la because autographs elite because autographs elite athlete partners that they didn't have the word elite in there i said it by mm. accident but i'm just bettering the copy now you added elite yeah, I added it by accident. I mean, it's with Tom Brady, so yeah. I saw the back end of the word athlete and guessed it was elite. And then I realized I said it wrong. So because autographs, elite athlete partners are directly involved in the development of their NFTs and the experiences and content tied to them, autograph NFTs provide owners with a level of access to iconic talent that can't be find, found anywhere else. Derek Jeter, heard of him? Heard of him? Heard of him? Familiar. The Captain Collection celebrates his legacy, merging the historical moment of his induction into the Hall of Fame with his first ever NFT collection. Is the uh, flip play an NFT yet? I want it. Get it? We'll get research on that. The Jeremy Giambi bought it, tried to burn it. They're like, you can't burn it. It's an NFT. Like, I'm burning it. Flip play NFT. Burned his house. The Captain Collection drops for the public on Thursday, January 6th, while supplies last. Autograph is hosting a Q&A with the Captain, Jeter, on their Discord channel on Thursday this week to celebrate. Damn, Jeter's really bought in. He's doing an interview on Discord, Dirk Jeter? Well, I wonder what happened, because, I mean, him and he, Tom Brady was living in his house, so maybe the boys got together one day and put it all together with autographs. Go to autograph.io now to sign up and get important updates about this week's Derek Jeter drop. The captain doing a Q&A on the Discord channel. First question, do you know what Discord is? Please, if you're part of this Q&A, first question. Hey, G, right. you know what Discord is? Make this, one for talking yanks. Discord? All right, so these other options are, I'm going to run down them. Every name, and then we'll stop and pause where, wherever you see fit, Jake. You say Kikuchi, mm. Zach Granke, Tyler What am Anderson. I doing? I'm saying all the names, and okay. then you're going to say who you want to talk about first. You say Kikuchi, Zach Granke, Tyler Anderson, Danny Duffy, Johnny Cueto, Matthew Boyd. Hmm. Hmm. That is a crew, huh? I mean, I, I see what you guys are saying about your your five out of ten need for an SP. If any of the guys you just mentioned become a Yankee, we say, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, not Start as like a fourth. Not as a guaranteed starter. Some of these I I wouldn't pencil in above 
Tyler Anderson, I don't know if I'd pencil him in above automatically above Tyone, Monty, Sevy, or in that or like Herman. That guy's your John Boy stat. That's our that's our quality start king from last year. That guy's okay. just five innings, one earn every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um maybe, maybe so then. Yeah, go look up his game log. I remember we did that for talking baseball and you were stoked. Um easily the least sexy name on the list. Well, you know, his middle his middle name is Jay, so his Twitter handle is Tyler Janderson. So Janderson's kind of cool. Janderson. Uh yeah, man. I mean, Jim, you know I'm I'm popular in the analytics community for takes like this, but baseball is a game of innings. Um so these guys, Kikuchi, Grinky, Tyler Anderson, Duffy, Quit, if they become a Yankee, Matthew Boyd, we're going to look at their good stats <laughs> and say, oh, yeah, Matt Blake's going to tap into that. We'll get a good 130 innings from them. Um, I mean, the, the two names that I think jump out the most, well, let's get Grinky just out of here now because he would never yeah, be a not New York Yankee. Yeah. Um, Kikuchi, I think not only does that hit, uh, he's got some metrics that are nice, but he also hits the player from overseas that the Yankees could kind of, you've talked about that as a business decision before for the Yankees. They usually have a Japanese, they usually have a Japanese player. If they don't get, uh, what's the other guy's name? Sia? Sia Suzuki. Suzuki, Kikuchi. Fuck, that's fun. Um, Both. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked, but I don't know. Uh, Kikuchi. Cueto's too fun. Like, I think we need to be honest there. Like, Erica yeah. added pictures of him having fun, so I just think that's out. Um, yeah, I mean, someone like a Matthew Boyd uh, definitely has to trigger the Yanks because you're he's probably wants to do a one-year tester on himself. He uh, He's a change-up guy, and I think if we had to pinpoint Matt Matt Blake's two things at this point. It was increasing the changeup, and it's obviously the two seam fastballs from uh, Luizaga and a couple of the other Clay Holmes. So, um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'd I'd say Kikuchi and Boyd are the two on this list that jump out. That I say, okay. Matt Blake wants to get in there and mess around with Matt Boyd's changeup, and you know that's who he is. Or Kikuchi, again, I think his fastball and he has some spin stuff that rates out well and you're just getting innings and there's almost a business side to it. Kikuchi did have good peripherals and he was having a decent year last year and then it kind of fell apart on him. He has like good outings every now and then. Like he went seven shut against Houston. I I think his velo ticked up quite a bit. Like he was getting Mm. up into like the higher 90s, which took people by surprise. None of so on this list and Tyler Anderson, you're right. He was on the pirates and he had good numbers. He went to Seattle. They traded for him and then he kind of didn't. Um, uh, of the ones that I think are viable. So taking out Cueto and Granky, Boyd, Duffy, Anderson, Kikuchi. Kikuchi is the only one I, I think I'd, I'd be like, uh, a golf clap. Yeah, let's see what he's got. Um, I don't know. The others don't like the others for a guaranteed spot in the rotation and like 10 starts to figure it out. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd do that. Yeah. I mean, it, all of them have, have numbers and stuff from their past that like we would, Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll tap into this and they're major league innings. Like I, I think that's, as we create our J war at some point, like major league innings are valuable. Danny Duffy with a weird year last year. I think he's out till June too. Um, he had an amazing year last year, but it just kind of didn't pitch a lot of innings. Mm. Two, five, one ERA. It's weird, right? Mm. but didn't average five innings like fell off. What's his injury? Uh, I think he lost his nose. Despite his face. 
I could be misremembering that though. I think flexor tendon surgery. Oh. Hmm. That's not what I had, but I'll double check. I th- I think unless it's an old article, no, this is from December 9th of this year. Okay. The, the pitching options aren't great, huh? There's a lot Dude, out there, but pitching free agency already happened. Uh, I mean, all of, all of those guys went. I mean, Syndergaard, Stroman, Verlander, um, Robbie Ray, uh, like pitching free agency happened kind of. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay. I'm disappointed in this list. I thought I, I saw Kikuchi and Granky, and I was like, ooh, maybe there's some options. Then as we went down, I'm like, ah, no. None of these would really make me do anything. Okay. I, I, none, of, none, of, none of these would be different than just rolling out what we already have, the seven that I named. Just an extra, be that's, just an extra guy. That's It'd fair. It'd be an extra body. But, I mean, I don't know if you're going to sign these guys, and if they perform worse than one of the seven that are already with us, they'd right. go to the AAA. They'd, they'd then be taking a spot from, say, Nestor doesn't get a shot because they picked up Tyler Anderson, and now he's going to get run. And it's like, well, I think I'd rather give Nestor the chance because I, you know, am mentally tied to him. I do, I do think that the, the only thing uh, that I've said on a couple of previous shows, and I, I do believe in, like, Matt Blake has earned some leash. Like, you know, we, we've made our jokes that Garrett Cole's the pitching coach and that kind of stuff, but I, I think Matt Boyd is the perfect example that if, if the Yankees signed Matt Boyd, I would be drinking some Matt Blake, Matt Boyd Kool-Aid, same initials, same names, basically, um, and that there's something in there that they can tap into. Uh, he, he's but earned that at least for this year, I think. Has there been a player I've said worse stuff about than Matthew Boyd? No, no. So for that, I just don't know, you know? It gets tricky. But you just address that on the nose and you say, hey, Come play blitz ball with us, man. His middle name is Robert. What do you think Matt Blake's middle name is? No middle name. Matt. Sounds like a no middle name guy to me. Um, according to baseball reference, no middle name. It's Matt, Matt Blake. Could be. Could be. Should we get you a little more excited with some of these trade candidates? Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by DraftKings. Oh. Yep. Yeah. DraftKings is the real deal, Jake. You make bets on it responsibly. You have a lot of fun. Mm. It's tons of fun. We've hit the final week of pro football. Really? It's the final week? When this comes out, I think so, right? Holy smokes. Go Giants go, huh? Yeah. Make the playoffs. This is the year. College football heading into the national championship draft King championship DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to get all fans in the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. New customers can bet just $5 on any new fo- any football team to win their game. And if they do, you win 200, $200 in free bets. Whoops. I mean, I got to start doing these so I can stock up for baseball season. Uh, so let's wind down the season with a big win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA. Only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager card, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling promo code 1-800-GAMBLER. Time. what I get? Oh, I didn't time it. Mm. Just looking at my phone. Trade options, trade options. The entire Oakland A's staff, Frankie Montes, Sean Manea, and Chris Bassett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's three starting pitchers that you'd think all of them should be traded. Um, Montes has yeah. two seasons of team control, control left. Manaya is entering his final year of ARB. So he has one year left. So 10.2 mil for one year for Sean Manaya. 
and Bassett entering final year of arbitration projected to be making 8.8. So it'd be one year for Bassett for 8 million. Okay. So let's, let's get into this. And this is now we might be speaking the right language. We've got three guys here um, that pitched big innings last year, 187 innings from Frankie 179 from Mania, 157 from Bassett, um, all with very solid, respectable ERAs. Montes is kind of the high-end guy. He's got some gross stuff. He can strike you out. Bassett has been really good. He's kind of the funky, tall righty. He's an uncomfortable at bat, our Trevor Plouffe has talked about. And what I'm circling right now, main pitch is the sinker. Hello. Um, and then Sean Mania is the lefty. Um, He's fun to watch. Uh, he's one of my favorite pitchers. He doesn't necessarily baseball savant nerd stuff jump up the, off the charts, but I think he's a lefty that throws different pitches that gets guys out, uh, and that's a good formula. So if any of those guys are a Yankee, I would be definitely more excited than that second tier of free agents we just talked about. He's- 100%. All of these, in my opinion, are better than the previous segment. And you're not talking crazy prospect capital. That's what you were saying with the contract years. Like for for one year of a Mania or Bassett, you're talking one medium prospect. Yeah, uh, dude, Bassett got Cy Young votes last two years. Mania's funky lefty that you just I mean, kind of does it. Like all Montes, you'd get two years. If they're trading with the A's, if the A's are getting rid of these guys, I would want some of these guys. My baby. What was that? You just do an impression of my son, James. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I didn't know I that guess, face anywhere. He's my son. That's your son. Uh, Jim, coming into this, we talk about it. We're looking for stuff. I mean, my Bassett, I just got a whoop, like when you're hooked up to the heart machine and it little boop. I just had that. Made 27, 27 starts last year, led the league in win-loss percentage. So that's huge. That's huge. Three one five ERA. I mean, over the last four years, Chris Bassett has uh started 70 games to a three two three ERA and a one twenty-nine ERA plus four hundred and twelve innings pitched over the last four years. Three two three ERA. He's probably, and he's the cheapest, did we say? Certainly right. in total money. In money, in, in money. Yes. So like trade trade value more, but like as far as you're taking on, it's these $8.8 million. They're probably getting a lot of calls on Chris Bassett. I would take him. I, he's probably, he's got it. This crew's got me a little juiced up. Like, yeah, go get I don't, him. I don't want to be mean to Chris Bassett, so I'm not going to, but. So everyone earmuffs a little bit, but he's kind he's kind of the boring that the Yankees like. Um, yeah, I was I was about to request some earmuffs and just say like he earmuffs he he feels the most like a Yankee. He just he's just he's what they like. I mean, I, I don't know if Chris Bassett's ever fist pumped. No, that's I'm getting I'm being sarcastically mean. Um, Dude, his brother's name is Moose. Yeah, like we need that. And he's a big um, hunter. I mean, Chris Bassett like uses Twitter. And I think on Rose Rotation, he he opened Andrew Chafin into his house with open arms. So that was fun stuff. Is he okay um, from his injury? I think he came back, right? Dude, I don't want to like. I'm enjoying Chris Bassett's Twitter right now. Sure. A lot. He is a tweeter. Well, what's he tweeting about, John? Dude, like he just has a lot of tweets from this last week. Like he's active, but he's not getting a lot of engagement. Mm. He's got miles and miles of heart tweet Huge. with the uh, replacements. One of my favorite sound bites. Um, Honest to God, if you don't like The Office, there's zero percent chance we could be friends. That got a lot of action. I think his daughter playing the drums. And then, like, two days ago, beautiful day in the woods with Moose. 
And then it's his Instagram, but he tweeted it out. And it says Mother Nature's Medicine for the Soul. And it's just a, like a picture of the woods and snow falling. Uh, Moose zero, is his brother, not Moose, his dog. Moose is his brother. Zero retweets, one response. Um, 32 likes. And like, yeah, I'm going to heart that. Dude, I'm like a big Chris Bassett fan right now. Okay. Drinking the Kool-Aid. That's an instant follow for me. I think the going away statement is that those guys are pretty good options for their their different reasons. Um, I mean, Montes has some numbers that are like elite, elite, elite. Yeah. Some steroid history. But you're a Bassett guy. I'm a Bassett guy. He tweeted out that since the MLB owners locked out, he'd like to put his NBA resume out there. Then he graded all his skills, a minus shooter. So he, that's, that means he, he wanted to put a, he just knew he couldn't put a, like he wanted to put a C plus dribbler, which has me a little bit. Like, is he just too tall? Like what's going He's on? Tall, too tall B plus defender. And I think that's just calling yourself lazy a little bit when you're a pro athlete and like in shape, like, Oh, just effort, dude. Just effort based. And then A plus plus shit talker. Like, and we know that's wrong. Like that feels yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. Probably you know, says something, apologizes a little bit. Chris so ba- Chris Bassett apologizes a lot. So so I I want Chris Bassett. Could I could we address one more kind of elephant in the room with with these gentlemen? The I mean, lo- logo is the elephant. The A's elephant. A little bit, but I mean, there is another guy on the A's. The Yankees are probably interested in trading in. It's easier to stomach giving up a one of the big prospects if you also get like a year of Chris Bassett with two years of a first baseman. Oh yeah, also you toss like in a combined. little. It's easy enough to one bigger move. That would be fun. Sure. That would be. They're probably be a really probably been day. talking. That would be an emergency, at people. I clicked Frank Montes' Twitter account. Suspend, yeah. suspended. Damn. Like, what was he about on there? You know, for them to come at him so hard. Yeah. Montes. I saw Sean. I saw Shaw Sean Manaya throw a no hitter in person. So. Yeah. Oh my God! I clicked. Manaya's Twitter, it says this account doesn't exist. Montes, sixth in the Cy Young voting last year, right behind Rodon. Uh, Bassett was at 10. Go get us one of these three. How about that? So, I mean, to be, to be fair, like Montes is more, A, you get two years of him, and he's built more in like a Severino, pumps 98, 99, strikeouts, blah, blah, blah. Two years of him, still not 30 yet. Like, so you agree? Go get one of these guys. Is the takeaway as of now? We've told Yankee fans, you know, a lot of these big position players, uh, you know, if an A's trade breaks with one of these guys, especially if it's obviously paired with Olsen or whoever. Like, I mean, that that would be a huge win. Yeah, big, big win. Um, The next person on this list is Shane Bieber from the Guardians, which I was a little surprised about. He's got three years left. So I just, even though they're the Guardians, unless there's been reports saying they're shopping him, I I don't think they're going to trade him with three years left. Yeah, I just, I, I don't think he can. And it seems like they make their pitching trades halfway through the year. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to consider Biebs. Would would be cool. Don't think it's an option. Agree. And it would be a haul. Yeah, three years left is just kind of too big a trade to massive package. Really entertaining. I do love that it's I do love that it's on this list because there are a lot of teams that still have to make moves and you wonder like Dodgers haven't kind of made their Death Star move yet. You you do wonder if a team like the Blue Jays, who everyone brings up, 
Like, would they actually send some big names for something like that? I don't know. I don't know if it's real. What is real? What is love? Uh, J-Lo is real. J-Lo? Yeah. She had that yeah. song, I'm Real. I'm, uh, you know how far I'm falling into the Team A-Rod side of things, so. Don't do it. The funny, the funniest Instagram account in the world. He's done it. Dude. Has no idea. Has no idea. Yeah. He's not even taking those pictures. What are some of those pictures? I mean, it's basically, you know, it's Friday beers. It's one, you know, nugget with some of your favorite Instagram accounts. It's the funniest Instagram on the internet. Alex Rodriguez. What was his? I mean, I know you posted all of them, but one of the pictures from the recent one cracked me up. And I didn't read. I'm not reading that whole caption. But this, he loves this look. He loves it. Um, There's one, this one. That's the one that I was like, come on. Dude, and the other two pictures are, I think, are my favorite. It's him talking to Christian Pulisic, like the future of American soccer. And Pulisic's face is like, dude, I don't think I want to talk to you. And A-Rod posted that. And then the other pictures just kind of with a squirrely look, dude. So I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess face is a little, <laughs> a little oh, wonky. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, so is mine. It's not shots fired, but um, well, this one. Yeah, man, I don't know when you take that picture if you're A-Rod. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. let's keep going down our list. John Means, Means your guy, early settler name. John Means. Uh, how much years he's got three years left as well. And nah, we're not going to give prospects to the Orioles. Don means, I mean, I, good. I do think John means is a tier above someone like Matthew Boyd, but to give Matthew Boyd a one-year contract and not have to give up prospects and try to fix him is not too far off from John means. And that probably pisses off John means stands. Bro, Glass now's on here because he is around the time when the uh, Rays would be shopping him, but I don't think they will because he got hurt and he's going to come back. And then we have everyone's favorite, Luis Castillo, who actually is in the trade realm now, unlike the last year and the year before that and the year before that. Um, he's got two years left of control, I believe, and is making like seven and a half million and then 10 in 2023. Coming off a down year, but he had a 3.98 ERA and 33 starts and a 2.73 after May. I think I thought he did like have there like a really good stretch at one point. Yeah, because he had he had a tough start. Um, I, I think he's really good. I think like talent wise, we always do the like guys that would be in the league above major league baseball. Like I think Luis Castillo is one of those guys. Like, I think that's how talented he is in his career. Um, the thing I don't know is like the reds, you know, they have their quotes out there that he's off limits and the reds are a funky organization. Like I almost, I, I don't know. Like, you know, we have another reds pitcher on here, Tyler uh, Molly that had kind of a breakout year. Like, I think the Reds kind of like their team and they've just wondered why they haven't won more games the past few years that like, I think they just want to keep, like, they want to keep running it out there. And they're like, this team will win. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it's not happening, but we, we just know they will. Um, so I, I don't know, I guess it would make so much sense that he gets traded at this point. Um, but also the Reds, like, I think they believe in their team. Didn't they publicly say they're tanking? And for them, wouldn't the equation be how different is the package you really get for Luis Castillo at the start of this season but than before the trade deadline? Like trade deadline teams get a little more desperate. Um, so I just don't know. Like for the Reds to put on a facade, like we're still, we're still going to try a little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah, 
I don't know either. Trade moves. Trade everyone. Um, who else is on here? Mitch Keller, Zach Gallen, our friend, uh, Sandy Alcantara. I don't think he's going. Um, yeah, Gallen's not even ARB eligible, so that's too early, I believe. Yeah, I, I, I guess the only thing I would say, um, Gallen and Mitch, Mitch Keller, um, kind of what bbd referenced before those are two teams we've talked about for other reasons uh brian reynolds and Cattell Marte. so if something happens on those fronts um I, I, maybe there's something there but at the same time like I, keller uh was a decent prospect and his numbers haven't been great so i don't think that would be the time for pittsburgh to move on from him and zach gallon i mean he uh jake snakes um, you know, we, I'll talk about us as a team. Um, you know, we, we think we have a little more juice than a lot of other people think coming into 2022. And I don't know if moving 26 year old Zach gallon is, is that. Yeah. So that's kind of it. And I have a takeaway. Go, mm. go get, go get an ace pitcher. Yeah, I mean that's Rodon, uh, Rodon, an A's pitcher, or beef up everything else and do a midseason trade for a pitcher. Yeah, and I guess just you know because we have the smartest fans in sports, I think the other thing that now comes further into play is Freddie Freeman's free agency. Which, if you're if you have no idea why, like the Matt Olson trade probably isn't happening until that does. So when the lockout ends. Keep an eye on Freddie. And then it's we can start dreaming some A's stuff. Um, which man, God, A's are gonna get a package. I mean, if they trade Matt Olson and any of those three pitchers, um, I don't know. I mean, it teams it's a real prospect package. Trade everyone the A's. Trade everyone the A's, especially to us. Go to Vegas. Trade everyone the Yankees. That's my takeaway. Yeah. I figured it out. Roll with what you got and boost all the offense and then make a midseason trade or get Carlos Rodon or some of the A's. All the other options that aren't Rodon or the A's that we talked about just don't do much for me. I wouldn't be like upset about them, you know, but they don't do a lot for me. I'd be upset if they told me like Boyd's going to come over and he's going to get like a two year big money deal and he's every, he's in the rotation as long as he's healthy. It's like, what? Uh, yeah, you just have to be, you'd have to be good. <laughs> you'd have to be good. Um, yeah, and it's tough. Uh, I mean, whether we're talking Jay Happ in recent years or whoever it may be, I mean, even even if a Matt Boyd did, the Yankees had some of the secret sauce. I don't know how much that changes your October recipe. Like, sure, if he's good, that guy's a three or four starter for you. But I guess with Bassett's or Frankie Montes or Rodon, there's that higher end potential that you get excited for. Yeah. Like at least among the names that aren't Rodon or theys, like Kikuchi's kind of by far the best chance to be exciting. So, the others kind of your there's no chance of them becoming your front of a playoff rotation. You say at least has like I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset about you. Wouldn't be upset. I have to understand the deal a little more. Yeah, and you you say he's probably looking for a longer term deal than the rest of the guys. Probably. May he could just want to do two yeah. years head back to Japan to the Kuroda route. Good. You say I listened to Constantine by something corporate today, Jake. And just like saying along every word in the car, and then I was like, Wow, what just happened? Feels this good. It's like a moment. That's the episode. Thank you guys very much for watching. We love you dearly. We appreciate you. Jake thinks about you almost every day. 
Yeah. Shower, sh- shower up. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>